We don't have to sing. Let's not. Oh, hello, gentle listener. Welcome to Hot Drinks. Before... I'm fucking drunk. God damn it. Like and subscribe. The best episodes start with you whispering under your breath as we are about to record. Oh, fuck, this is going to be a terrible episode. (laughs) Hey, we still have a podcast. That's when we're really in our power. We do? (laughs) Um, Here we are. Recording it. Yeah, it's called Hot Drinks. It's called Hot Drinks. It is a podcast about uh, drinks that are above... A warm temperature. And, right. And that's all. Oh, no. <laughs> that's all it's about. That's all. So tonight's episode is about chai. And then... <laughs> Stop it. <clears throat> what if we had a competitor podcast called Hot Drinks that literally was about hot, hot, hot drinks? drinks. Oh, They're like, God. today, bergamot. <laughs> and we were, And we were like, today, top five reasons I like rimming. <laughs> and that's what... Popped up when people Googled <laughs> hot drinks. My, um, my name is Jehovah and my co-host is Elohim. My name is Brother Jack Coffee. This is Sister Latter-day Twaint. Uh-huh. We record this podcast for your ears and your benefits. Mm-hmm. If you, you for can, your benefits. If you can't already tell, we've already had a little bit to drink. Oh my God. And now we're eating pizza while yeah. we record. Yeah. Frozen Trader Joe's pizza. Um, but oh if you God. are listening to this and you think, I like this, I wish I had to pay for it, <laughs> hotdrinks.com slash Patreon. We did just record a Patreon. I think it's going to be a Demitas, which is the entry level tier. Like you get that if you just pay $3 a month. Yeah. But it is about the whole church AP sex abuse cover up scandal um the and in, in investigative journalism done by michael resendez yes who was one of the um journalists who who uh put the spotlight as it I was did there, yeah absolutely on, called the, it. on the catholic church abuse and mark ruffalo portrayed him in the movie spotlight when we started recording that episode i was angry when we finished recording that episode i was fucking pissed right so if you want to hear that <laughs> you just have to join our dummy toss. It's three dollars a month, yeah. or you can pay more. You can if you got more. Yeah, we always appreciate it. But we do. um, we're both single parents, right? We're eating frozen Trader Joe's pizza yeah, literally yeah. while we record. <laughs> the other day, uh, someone said to me, "Hey, a friend of mine was wondering if she could borrow your podcast mic for something," <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, bitch, we don't have a mic. Yeah. No, your friend have an iPhone." We're just talking into my phone Uh, while it's plugged in, in my kitchen, while we're eating frozen Trader Joe's pizza. So we do this thing at the beginning of every episode where we take care of business. Right. We call it the comings and blowings. Right. I feel like it's time for a new name. Okay. I mean, I don't have one today, but I feel like gentle listeners send in suggestions. (laughs) Gentle listeners. Because it started out as housework. Well, it started... Started out as housekeeping. 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 Because it, it was kind of the business of the pot. Right. And then we changed it to women's work. Because that because women do housekeeping. Right. <laughs> and then we changed it to comings and blowings. I don't know why. Oh, because there is a candy shop in Salt Lake called Cummings. Oh, spelled C-U-M-M-I-N-G-S. Mm-hmm. And I thought, comings and goings. Cummings and blowings. The other day I was at work and someone was there at my place of work. And they had a shirt on that said, don't bully me or I'll come. 
like C-U-M. Brilliant. And I was like, okay, there you are. Just yeah. out in public. <laughs> anyway, okay. So uh, what's on your comings and blowings for today? I've forgotten everything that we said was gonna, we were going to talk about. I had a colonoscopy. Okay. So listen. <clears throat> the actual colonoscopy itself is fine. Mm-hmm. Because here's why. Right. You're asleep. Right. You are out. You are down for the count. Right. And you're used to anal, so it's you don't care. <laughs> but see, the thing is. Maybe don't eat until you finish telling your so story. Like, I'll eat right now. I'm from Louisiana. And then you finish telling your story, so and then you can eat. The thing is, is like, once you get there in the room where they do the procedure, they hook you up to an IV. Mm-hmm. And then they give you fentanyl. You lose a bunch of weight. And then you're out. Fen, fen. <laughs> no, no. And then you're out within right. five seconds. Uh-huh. And then you wake up and it's all done. And there's no, like, after feelings. You can't tell that there's been, like, a camera up your butt? Not at all. Is that what happens during a colonoscopy? Yes, yes. A camera goes up your butt? Okay. Here's the problem with Like, your butt doesn't feel stretched out. Not remotely. Okay. It must be a tiny little tube. Okay. So, here's the thing. The shitty part about a colonoscopy is the day before. Right. For full 20 hours, 24 hours, just 20 hours. Just kidding. 24 hours before, you can only have liquids. Right. Only clear liquids. Right. That's called being a bottom. And. <laughs> That's what millions of gay men in America go through week to week. And they give you, you have to mix an entire bottle of Miralax. Right. With three bottles of Gatorade. Right. And Every bottom's like, yeah, girl. And then. And they tell you when to drink a cup until it's all gone. And even though you're having all those clear liquids all day long, you're not hydrating. No. Because the Miralax stops, liquid. Yeah, yeah. stops your colon from absorbing it. Great. And so by the time I was at my colonoscopy appointment, I was shitting clear green. Amazing. And so she was like... Don't worry if you feel like you don't have everything cleared out. Uh Uh-huh. Because we suction all that out after we put you out. Wait, what? (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Right now, people are like, I wish I could pay $3 a month (laughs) to hear this story. Maybe even more. And your colonoscopy, as far as we know, totally great. I had six polyps. Your butthole is great. I had six polyps. Mm Mm-hmm. And I guess that's a lot. But they sent them all off to the lab. Okay. To see if they're cancerous or whatever. Or probably not. Great. I just decided. Okay, great. You have any comings and blowings? Um, so there is one when I wake up in the morning and when I go to sleep at night, there is one sound that I hear. It is the corn song from TikTok. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to sing it. But if you know what I'm talking about, I hope you, it started playing in your head as soon as I said the corn song from TikTok. You went, it's got the juice. Um, Someone on the TikToks interviewed a little boy about corn and his love for corn. And let's be honest. It is corn season, and corn is fucking delightful. It is. So delightful. Yeah. Does every state get corn? <clears throat> Did you get corn in Louisiana? Was there like a corn season? I don't know. Okay. My mom made hamburger helpers, so. 
Okay. Um, in Utah, we're in the heart of corn season. Yeah. So, like, the corn is fresh and it be popping. <laughs> and someone recorded... Literally. On the apricot tree. The, uh, <laughs> someone recorded a little boy describing why he loved corn. And then someone else made that into, like, a house remix. Yeah. With the monotone. Yeah. What and is it's it the only... It's the only thought inside my head right now. <laughs> is the corn song. Uh-huh. So just get on TikTok and type in corn song, corn bo- interview boy, whatever. Uh, You'll find it. How, how does he pronounce it? Corn? Corn. The corn. It's corn. It's got the juice, <laughs> he says. <laughs> yes. Anyway, that's my coming is the corn song. Oh my God. Do you have any other comings and blowings? Um. <clears throat> Oh, do we want to say what we're doing this weekend? Sure. Josh and I, Brother Coffee and I. Right. I don't know who that other person is that I just said. It's my cat. We got invited to a gala. Which is strange. Like, we should be invited to a gala (laughs) multiple times a week. (laughs) But this is the first gala invite for 2022. Yes. Um... So we're we were invited by Madam Bandit, right. who was also Mindy Glenhill. Right. She purchased a table. Right. At the Equality Utah Gala. Right. And invited Eddie us. Izzard will be there. Yeah. He's the keynote speaker. speaker. Does he use he him? I don't even know. I don't know. Okay, they will be the keynote speaker. Okay. Um, the theme is what is the theme? Cosmic Vogue. Cosmic Vogue, and let me just say. <laughs> I already went to see Jane's ceremony yeah. where there was a theme. Right. So her ceremony that we're referring as the deconstruction of her wedding vows. Right. Where the theme was like Catholic Gothic romance or something. It was exactly that. And now I'm going to a second event <laughs> that in is one themed. calendar year with a theme. This is too much for me. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Because you know people are going to be in like, people are going to be. Because it's a gala, so it's not, this is not a costume party. No. So people are going to be in, like, a cute, sexy outfit, but it's going to be sparkly, and they're going to have the planets spinning around their head, and yeah. they're going to look fucking amazing. Right. Because it's Cosmic Vogue. Right, Cosmic Vogue. But what are you and I going as? We are dressing as Elohim and Jehovah <laughs> from the Temple movies. With, with white wigs. Beards. Long white robes. Yes. Or maybe short white robes. I did order one robe that's, like, a short... Right. That has like the feather ruffles at the bottom because yeah. I thought we thought it would be funny if Elohim was in like a ruffled feather robe yeah. and a gold speedo. Oh underneath. my god! Wait, yeah, maybe. So that is what we will be. <laughs> so it kind of feels like in Mean Girls when Katie goes to the Halloween party and all the girls are dressed as like slutty kittens and she's dressed as like a horrifying witch. Like everyone at the. At the Equality Utah Gala is going to be dressed as slutty kittens. And you and I are going to be dressed as old men with white beards. But what I'm really trying to find... So gentle listeners, if you have any ideas... And it has to be something I can get like locally or on Amazon. This week. Because the gala is on Saturday. I really want us to have a tiny Joseph Smith doll. Uh-huh. Like a little like a little Ken doll that's dressed in like pioneer clothes. Or like a little My Buddy. Remember My Buddy? Oh, My dressed Buddy. Dressed in... 
dressed in Joseph Smith attire so that we can reenact the first vision. Yes. Because I think that would give us a little more cosmic glamour. Yes. Um, My daughter, Lil Twain, is going to... I'm going to be Jehovah. Right. Naturally. And she... I mean, naturally. (laughs) And she is going to do her artistic magic and draw... The holes on Jesus's hands and on, wrists and my wrists because that's where the sure sign. That's of the, the nail sure went. sign of the right. nail. Yeah, for fearing that the the wounds would rip. Right, and he'd the, fall yeah. right off. And then um, they have to do it all over again. But listen, my buddy. Here's what I want to say, my buddy, about this. Wherever I go, he's, he's gonna, gonna go, go, my buddy, my just my buddy, my buddy and me, kid sister. Kid sister. <laughs> this is what I want to say. What? Because I have, I know there is sort of this, there are certain groups who once they leave the Mormon church say, well, I, I don't want to be disrespectful to other people's <laughs> beliefs. I want to be respectful to the thing. Like I want to <sighs> give proper respect to the things that other people Hold as sacred or holy, so blah, I'm not going to make fun blah. of the garment or the 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 um you know the temple clothes or you know whatever. Right. To which I say, yeah, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints has not for one second given respect to my life, never, or or my decisions, yeah, or who I am. They have never once affirmed that me. Loving a man is a beautiful and sacred th- event. Right. They have they have treated that with disdain and ridicule and, and more shame. And more than that. And guilt. You're an abomination. And Yes. And that I am evil and an <clears throat> abomination. Uh-huh. So fuck your Elohim. Yeah. And fuck your Jehovah. Exactly. Like I am not. Fuck your temple ceremony. Fuck your garments. Yeah. Like I am fuck not. Fuck your green aprons. I'm not going to be. Calm and quiet and respectful to people who don't even believe that I have a right to live or exist. Right. Fuck that. Yeah. So we're going to go. So we're going to go in to a gold gala. Speedo as as and, Elohim and act out. And thousands of people are going to see pictures of it. Right. Did you think about that? No, I don't fucking care. I really don't fucking Yay! care. I really don't care. I think I'm reaching my anger phase. Yay, this is good. This is good and healthy. (laughs) Because I just think, like, you can't even say the word gay. You insist on, you won't even use the word. Yeah. And I'm somehow supposed to, like, give deference to your (laughs) desires that I call you, that I don't call you Mormon. Mormon. And that I have respect for your ceremony and your garments, which are sexually repressive and teach people to hate their bodies. Yeah. No. No. No, fuck all of it. Fuck it. Fuck Gordon Me Hinckley. Yes. Fuck Sherry Dew. Exactly. I don't fuck everything. Yeah. I don't know who we're fucking. Okay, so um, <laughs> tonight. Yes. This morning. So it's a little bit of a throwback. It's a throwback. We're doing a sister episode to. It's one a of Black our... Mirror. As yeah. You, oh, as it were. I like it. We're doing a sister episode to one of our very first top fives. The top five episode I'm referring to is the top five hard hard truths. Truths that are hard to hear. That are hard to hear. Yes. A classic. Tonight we're doing top five beautiful truths that you didn't know until this episode. You didn't even know. I mean, you probably did. Because we're open book. Like, nothing I'm going to say is going to surprise you. 
But we're here to drop some beautiful truths on you. Yeah. So we want you to get into a safe space. <laughs> put on some comfy pants. Light a candle. Undo a belt buckle. Oh, I like that. I just want I want your belly to be able to just hang just out breathe. and be free. And just be free. Just be free. Because yeah. we're about to drop some beautiful truths on you and we want you to be able to <laughs> embrace them and cherish Receive them. Receive it. And examine them because some of them might feel a little uncomfortable. <laughs> Uh, but but that's what we're here for. But that's why we say safe space. Yeah. Safe space. Yeah. If you're with people who are not a safe space, get the fuck out of that relationship. Yeah. And get a divorce. Your, and fuck your new name in hey, the temple. Hey, are you married? Get a divorce. Okay. Well, we've gone off the rail. So let's take a little break. I want you all to think about How breathing. marriage and monogamy doesn't work. I don't even know. Let's take a break and then we're come back with the with the we're 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 come back. We're come back with her top, with the top five beautiful, beautiful truths. truths. You didn't even know till today. Till this sewed. You didn't even know till today. Yeah. You know what some of you are thinking right now? I wish I could chat with coffee and twaint. You're thinking if only this episode was shorter and cost me money. Wait, what? But I got to choose the topic. Right. And it was a half hour exactly. Right. Well, that well, you can. Yeah, you can for just fifty American dollars with our new PPIs. What's a PPI? You ask. It is not a personal priesthood interview. It's not. Although, if you want us to ask about your priesthood, we will. Yeah, we will. But, if you want us to talk to you like we're an elderly, white, creepy old man, we could do that. Gross. <laughs> but we will. If we, that's what you're paying will. for. But you can... It's not a sex <clears throat> thing, though. This makes it sound like it's a sex it's thing. It's not, unless you want it to be. I mean, we're trying... No, we're not... It can't be a sex thing. Well, I mean, thing. if you want to you talk, talk about, about sex. sex. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. That's the point fine. of it is you can book 30 minutes with us to talk to us about whatever you want. About drinking, about Mormonism, about leaving the church, about dating, about... Parenting. Uh, how to make a piece go sour. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know how to make a piece go sour, but I would research it. I have no idea what you just said. A pisco is a South American liqueur. I would research it. So. Anyway. The link is in our Instagram. Right. On our link tree. <clears throat> we we have two whole links up there. <laughs> and you get right in and you pick a time and you send us 50 bucks and then we talk. That's it. Right into your ear hole. Bye. My buddy and I me. called that last oh, segment. Yeah. My buddy. <laughs> I'm going to eat your pizza crusts. Please do. My buddy and me like to climb up a tree. My buddy and me were the... That was not part of that song. <clears throat> Wasn't it? Wait, so, Best okay. friends that can be... No, you're making something up new. Okay. <laughs> Top five beautiful truths you didn't even know till this sewed. Tell me your love language, baby. Wow. Is it boobs? Remember that? <laughs> Vaguely. <laughs> okay. All right. <clears throat> I can't see a fucking thing in this gay lighting. <laughs> oh, you think turning that knob's gonna help? I you know. gotta tell Siri to turn that light up. Siri, I can't see. Give me some straight lighting. How do we make it happen? I'll get it. Okay. Keep talking. Well, I can't read. Can't read oh. my paper. Okay, hey, hold I wrote on. It down on a paper. Hold on. <laughs> I have to remember what that lamp's named. That lamp is named Sophisticate. <laughs> Because it's sophisticated looking. Oh, like sophisticate, K-A-T-E? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. My buddy and me. Okay. <laughs> All right. What's your Top number one? Top five beautiful truths you didn't know till the sewed. 
We're all really fucking stupid. We are all really stupid? Yeah. Okay. We're all really stupid. No one is smarter than you. So just let let it go. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? No, I don't at all. <laughs> Tell me more. It we're all just pretending to be smart. Okay. I don't even pretend. Well, I'm trying to think the things you're smart about. I guess you're genu- genuinely smart about them. No, I'm dumb. I- <laughs> so listen, we're all just really dumb. Okay. Like we're all trying to figure it out. Yes. Okay. We're all fucking stupid. Okay. And the beautiful thing about that is if you just embrace that no one is really smarter than you. Uh-huh. Then it's fine. Just, you're fine. And it's beautiful. They're dumb. It's a beautiful truth. So when you think about, oh, well, that person's an elected official, blah, blah, blah. Well, that's just because they got elected. Right. You could get elected. Right. But did you? No. No. Because you're stupid. (laughs) But here's the thing. So are they. So are they. Okay. I think I got pizza in my eye. (laughs) I don't know how that would happen. Don't worry. Okay. So everyone's stupid. Yeah. And... If you can just take a deep breath and relax into the idea that we're all idiots, you just see how much easier everything is. It's beautiful. I saved my worst one for the first. Okay. So my number one, (laughs) I, I just feel like everything I'm saying will not come as a surprise to anyone because I've talked about all these things before. Let's do it. But the diet industry (laughs) is a lie. Yeah. It is designed to make you fail. (laughs) And feel bad about yourself. That is how the diet industry makes money. Yeah. Is by you failing at diets. Yes. If you could go on a diet and succeed, quote unquote succeed, lose weight, and then never need to go on a diet again... The diet industry would not exist. Exactly. The diet industry only exists because it doesn't work. Yeah. And diets do not work. Right. So this is something that like I – and listen, I just want to like preface this by saying I understand that as a man, I do not have the same sort of pressures and, you know, kind of media – you know, blitz on my body that women do. Like, that, there is definitely a significantly more aggressive attack on women's bodies in America. But I lived many years believing in good foods and bad foods and healthy foods and unhealthy foods. Right, right. And, and like, I can't eat this because of this and blah, blah, blah. Right. All of that yeah. is a lie. Yeah. And this might... Uh, harken back to <clears throat> my truth that was hard to hear, which was your body's always going to look like that. But, I, but I'm not here to talk about your body. Right. But what I'm here to talk about is there is no food that's good. Right. There is no food that's bad. Yeah. There are foods that have more nutrients than other foods. Sure. There are foods that, uh, that might be more filling than other foods. Yeah. But, they, but there is no – foods do not have values. They do not have good and bad. And so you can eat whatever you want. And you can choose to eat ice cream and cookies or you can choose to eat kale salads. And there will definitely be 
benefits from a kale salad that you might not see from a pile of cookies because yeah. it might be more nutrient dense. It might have more, more vitamins. All of those are facts. But a kale salad is not better for you than a cookie. Right. The, the emotional value that we assign to those things does not exist. Exactly. And the sooner that you can realize that... And let all of, like, you should eat the foods that make you feel good and that make you feel full. And sometimes the foods that make you feel good are, like, a deep fried donut ham and cheese sandwich. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the food that makes you feel good is, like, a fruit salad. Yeah. Like, but you should just eat the foods that make you feel good. And you should not worry about whether those foods are themselves good or bad. Did your kids watch the Wiggles? It's all a lie. No. <gasps> really? I don't think so. The the uh, gay Australian men who do the kids show? Yeah, I don't think so. Who sing fruit salad? Oh. Yummy, I, yummy. Yeah, I know that personally. Oh. <laughs> from my own late night ministrations. <laughs> but I don't think my kids watched it. Um, I just, I like, I feel slightly sheepish talking about these things because I understand that, again, I'm not a woman in America. There's okay. different pressures on women. Right. But... These are valuable lessons we all need to learn. But I want to say, even though, yes, you're not, um, you don't identify as female, you know, and, and therefore you don't feel the societal pressures to right. have a certain type of body, you're a gay man. True. And that's a tough True. Mind fuck sometimes. The gays hate me. Well, no. <laughs> They're disgusted by me. Oh my god, no. No, but no, but they kind of are. <laughs> oh god. I mean No, that's not what I say. No, I'm not I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but like but, in the gay community, <clears throat> I am not a ideal or desirable body type. I don't agree with what you're saying. I'm yawning. Okay. However, I do want to say I thought that. you were crying. <laughs> um but my gay ex husband Gary. Right. Who has a banging body. He just kidding, I don't even Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> he d- confessed after our divorce <laughs> that he didn't come out for so many years because he didn't think he was attractive enough to be a part of the male gay community. Uh, yeah. yeah, I get that. I hundred percent get that. So I just want to hold space for the fact that you don't have to dismiss your body issues because women have it worse. Sure, 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 sure. But I'm just saying, if you're listening, like I just, I feel so strongly and so passionately about this. If you're listening to this right now and you are on some sort of diet, I want you to really reevaluate and really think about that. And I want you to look up some books about intuitive eating or about, there's one called like the fuck it diet, I think it's called. Yeah. Just these ideas that like the diet, the the American fitness and diet industry is designed to make you fail yeah. because that is how they, make, they money. make money. Because if you were able to diet and fitness your way into the body you wanted, then you would do that and then and you would never give money to that industry exactly. again and that industry would not exist. Exactly. So that industry can only exist Right. If you continue to fail at it. And that's not to say that you, we, you should eat donuts for every meal. No. But it's to say that you should think about what does my body want? What does my body need? Right. What kind of nutrients do I want to make sure I'm getting? What kind, you know, how do I want to eat in a way that <clears throat> that fuels my body to do the things that I want to do? 
how do I want to move my body in such a way that it feels good and that it feels rested? Like you can, you should still treat your body with respect, but it is not about good and bad foods or denying yourself foods. Anyway. But I do, and I do want to say. Right. That as a woman in America. Right. It is really hard to, yeah. to unlearn the idea of what your body is quote unquote supposed to look like. Right. Right. And when you are raised in America and with this whole perfectionist idea of what a Mormon woman should be, uh, it's really tough. I, yeah, for sure. And, you know, I still don't wear tank tops sure. to this day because right. I don't feel like my arms look nice. Right. But fuck that noise. I know. You have beautiful arms. I'm looking at them right I now. I, see, I don't. I, I look in the mirror and I think those things are disgusting. Fuck you, you fucking cunt. <laughs> You're full of shit. But it's my program. No, I get it. I get so, it. So, yeah. But I just think, I There's, mean, again, like, this is a whole other pot. Like, this is right. a whole other Oprah. Oh, yeah. But I just, if you are listening to this right now and you are on a diet, I want, or you are on some, and maybe it's not even a diet. Maybe it's like, I only eat Saturdays. I only eat sugar on the weekends. Or I only can have one bowl of ice cream a night or whatever it is. I want you to really think about, like, what that means and why. And how much <sighs> freedom yeah. you would allow yourself if you said... These things are unrestricted. Right. And I will say, as a parent, there were times where I was really worried about the foods that my kids were eating. And I was like, I can't buy this thing or I can't buy this thing because they'll just eat. Like, if I buy a bag of Oreos, they'll eat the whole thing. And so I just shouldn't buy the Oreos and blah, blah, blah. And I do think, like, as a parent, you have a little, you have control over, like, kind of what food's in your house. But what I've learned as a parent, as my kids have gotten older, if I buy the Oreos every week... Then by like the second week, they don't eat them all in one week because they don't really care. You know, they'll have a few Oreos when they want them. And then by the end right. of the week, they're still, but if you rare, two, there's still two thirds of pack of Oreos left. But if you only get them once every three or four right, months. Then they will eat them like it's a contest. Absolutely. But like if those things, like, like my daughter really loves candy and I was like, oh, but eh, and the eh, and the hand. Eh. And then I was like, I'm just going to buy a big giant bag of candy from Costco and just have a big giant jar of candy in the pantry. Beautiful. Just at all times. Just at all and times. And when it was first there, like the kids would go through it really, really fast. Right. Because there was this big jar of candy. Right. And after like a month or so, like the candy sits there for like weeks at a time. It's because there's no sense of scarcity. No, there's no sense of like panic. Yeah. They're just like, oh yeah, that's some candy. If I want some, I can have some. There's no scarcity mentality. But if I don't want some, I, you know, Whatever, like it'll be there tomorrow too. Anyway. Isn't that just beautiful? Anyway, so just buy the shit. Just fucking do it. Number two. Which, which segues nicely. Did the lights dim again? It did. I love that I turned the lights up and then we hit some sort of pre-programmed timer <laughs> in my life where the lights were like, this is too hetero. Please dim. Okay, this whole seg- thing segues really nicely where you're just like, just buy the shit. Money is fake. Money is fake. <laughs> I said that so many times this weekend. So listen, you know, uh, we want to have this idea drilled in our heads that if we do A, B, and C, that we'll be financially stable. Right. If our credit score is blah, then right. we are ahead of the game. Successful. Yeah. Right. This, these are all symptomatic thoughts that right. come from American capitalism. Right. But here's the thing. If you want something and you've got the money... Just go get it. Yeah. If you want something and you don't have the money. Just go get it. Just go. <laughs> Here, what, what I'm really saying is 
money spending, unless you're seriously out of control and, and like pay, spending all your rent money, money spending, the way we monitor it is really unhealthy. Again, yeah. it's from that mentality of lack, the mentality of scarcity. I will never forget, oh, five, six years ago, probably six years ago, I was in a Smith's in West Jordan and <clears throat> trying to price compare cans of something. And okay, per ounce, is this one a couple cents cheaper? And then I had this moment, I was in a, very much in a, in a chronic trauma state as a single mother at that point. Um, there was no sense of thriving. There was just no. survival. Right. And I just had this moment where I went, no. I cannot spend another of moment of my life wondering whether I'm going to save two pennies on this can or that can. Yeah. And I looked at my son who was shopping with me and I said, what treats and snacks do you want? Let's go get them. Yeah. And he looked at me like I was speaking a foreign language. Right. So anyway, I don't know how else to prove my point. The, the <laughs> idea that <laughs> the idea that you have to scrimp and save and work your tail off to have the things you want yeah. is capitalism. Yes. Is the lie of capitalism. It is the lie of capitalism. And it is the lie that is designed to keep you working. To make the rich people on the top richer. Oh my god. I your w- your like scarcity and your panic and your saving and your counting the pennies on which can of tomatoes is cheaper by the yeah. ounce yeah. is designed to make the rich white man yes. at the top of the Kroger food chain or whoever right. richer. Absolutely. I've worked with a guy last year who was the sous chef at the restaurant I was at. Um, and... He didn't really have a family. He was just kind of on his own in the world. Mm -hmm. And I found out that he got maybe two hours of sleep a night because after work, he would drive Lyft. Uh, And I asked, like, are you trying to pay back a major debt? Like, what's going on? Why are you doing this to yourself? And he's like, I just always want to have... Uh, extra $1,000. And guess what? He had, uh, his body started to shut down. Right. Right. And the doctor was like, your heart is the heart of a seven-year-old man. Yeah. And so, (laughs) money's fake. And here's what I will, here's what I will add to that. Because obviously, like, we all have bills to pay. Like, we all know. What that feels like when you've got a bill to pay, you don't have enough bill, you don't have enough money to pay it. As much as you can or wherever you can, you need to let that stress Mm -hmm. go away. Yeah. Because I spent a lot of years of my life being incredibly stressed out about my financial situation. Uh And I'm in a better financial situation than a lot of people. I have a well, I have a good paying job, I do have a lot of debt. So I'm always kind of juggling, like shifting money from this card to this card to try to like keep myself safe and it used to really eat at me and really stress me right, out right. and finally one day I just had to say well who the fuck cares yeah, yeah. What, what's gonna happen what, what's I the, am not what? gonna spend the second no, half of my life like this yeah I can't and it's not that my financial situation has improved necessarily but it's just that I've had to say like 
I just can't worry about this anymore. Yeah. It's not worth my time no. and my energy to think about this anymore. Yeah. I've just got to like let it go. I'm going to do the best I can. I'm going to, you know, spend wisely when I can. But you know what? When you're a parent and when you have a family, like sometimes you got to go spend like a hundred bucks on new clothes because yeah. your kid needs yeah, you new do. clothes for school or you need to go buy a new pair of shoes or yeah. you got to pay for tires for the car or whatever. Right. And I'm just like, I just can't right. spend my life being stressed but about those things. But here's the thing, and this is a mentality that... I got from my parents, especially my mom. Once you spend that money, it's gone forever. Right. No, it's not. As if you're never going to have money ever, right. ever, 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 right. ever, 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 a, ever, 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 As if again. someone writes you a check at the beginning of your life and that's all you've got. Right. Yeah. yeah. Spend the money on the Lagoon Pass. <laughs> right. It's fine. And then. Figure it out. You'll get it back somehow. Right. In your next paycheck or in your. Next BJ. You'll get a tithing blessing. <laughs> My but, number but, t- but oh. I also want to just to wrap this up. Yeah. You we and are not I, financial advisors. You and I are not financial advisors. <laughs> just kidding. This is for entertainment purposes only. But as you said when we were talking in your kitchen earlier, you and I were almost 50. God damn it. I think that there's something about that that has gotten to us this gotten us to this mentality. It's yeah. You know? Yeah. So if you're in your 30s and you're listening to You're just like, to well, this, I could die tomorrow. Yeah. So <laughs> then, my, then my ex-wife has to deal with all this credit card debt. If it was 1712, she's I would have been dead already. She's got to call all the creditors and be like, yeah, he's dead. So we're not paying this back. No, I'm not saying live irresponsibly, but I am saying like let that stress and that you got You got to go. reframe your yeah. thought process. And I think the fact that you and I are the ages that we are right. has a lot to do with... Where we're at And by the ages we are, we mean old. We mean we're going to die. Real fucking old. Yeah. Okay, my number two, because that's where we are. Yeah, then we're going to take a break. Um, Who's the break for? It's for us. Your, this is, this is a beautiful truth. A beautiful truth. (laughs) Truth. You didn't know until this episode. Which is what? Can't wait. Your anger. I thought you were going to say anus. Your anus. (laughs) Is very stretchy and flexible. <laughs> Just kidding. Your anger, anger about the trauma that you experienced being a Mormon child is valid and sacred and should be honored. And healthy. And healthy. We are taught in Mormonism that all negative emotions, that sadness, that anger, that those are of the devil. The spirit of contention is of the devil. <clears throat> right. And that the only way we can feel feelings productively is to be happy, is to be moving forward, is to put our shoulder to the wheel, push Mm -hmm. along, push along. Yeah, onward Christian soldiers. Onward Christian soldiers. Like, uh, what's that song that says the thing about like, it? and if we die before the journey's through, happy day. Happy day. All is well. How well, fucked f- up fuck that, that noise. <laughs> that's some. That's some. Imagine, imagine you're a you're a pioneer lady. Oh God! You're walking across the plains. No. You have dysentery, so you're just shitting out like blood and just shit. Like yeah, but every, you don't care. You keep no. Walking. It's just you're just shitting on your the back of your long skirt. If you stop to shit on the ground, they'll leave you. A month ago, you buried a baby that you <laughs> yep, had, a yep. dead baby. Yes. And, and then, all is well. And then some. Fucking Mormon prophet is like, and should we die before our journey's through? Happy day. 
Oh, uh, you're like, I literally have shit running down the back of my skirt. <laughs> anyway, that Mormon lady should be fucking pissed. Yeah, she should be. Angry. She should be like, you took me from my lovely little life in England. Mm-hmm. You dragged me across the ocean. Mm-hmm. You married me to an 80-year-old man. Yeah. You made me fucking walk across the plains mm-hmm. where I'm shitting blood oh and I just God. buried my dead baby. Yeah. <laughs> and you're telling me I should be grateful for all yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that noise. And not only that, they'll say something like, you buried your baby while trekking to Zion. So your calling an election has been made sure. <sighs> and I know that none of us as Mormon youths had to shit on our skirts. <laughs> But we all went through a lot of trauma and shit. We did not shit. have to shit on our Chevron Max and we, skirts. We, from Old Navy. <laughs> we probably did not have to bury a dead baby. Yeah. Although maybe. But like we all were traumatized by being raised Mormon. And we all... And whether that trauma was something that like was very acute and aggressive like abuse or, or abandonment or whatever. Yeah. Or whether that trauma was just consistently being told that you don't have value or that the things you believe are wrong or that God is angry at you. Like, whatever that trauma was, you being mad about that trauma is good. Appropriate. And appropriate. Yes. And sacred. Yeah. And that anger can be used to heal. That anger can be used to challenge the status quo. That anger can be used to push back against the people who try to hold you in that yes, space of trauma. Yes, yes, Anyway. So here's the thing. I think the people that, that have the most pushback against anger or feeling anger or embracing anger are the ones that think that anger is a personality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That anger is a behavior. Is who you are. Yeah. It's just a feeling. Right. It is a normal human feeling when you have been wronged. Right. When you have not been heard, when you have not been cherished, loved, seen, et cetera, et cetera. Here's the rub. Uh Uh-oh. As Shakespeare said. Yeah, he did. Here's the rub. As he was rubbing one out. (laughs) You were told as a Mormon, if you leave Mormonism, you will cease to be happy. And then you leave Mormonism and you're like, wow, I was really mistreated and I was really taught to hate myself and I was really taught to believe that I didn't deserve to have good things in my life. That's really hard. Like, I'm really frustrated. I'm really angry and I'm really sad about that. And then the Mormons who are still in the church look at you and go, oh, look how sad you are now that you've left. <laughs> you're so sad. Why did you ever leave? Because look it, how sad you are. And it helps them sleep at night. Shouldn't you be happy? Yeah. I'm happy. Right. Oh. But no, you're like, no, I'm sad because I left and I realized like how poorly I was treated and yeah. how abused I was. Yeah. Anyway, all that anger is valid. Let's take a break. It's valid. Let's take a break. And Let's... a nap. Let's take a nap. Let's, I want to. We're back. Oh, well, okay. That was a quick break. Well, we're so tired. I want to go home. We want to go home. So number three. Number three. Number three, beautiful truths you didn't know until this sewed. Okay. Truths. Um, You got to go away from society. (laughs) Okay. And it's okay. Okay. It's okay to get away from society. Okay. We live in a society. You should get away from it. Yes. Can you tell me more? From some times. You, you have eight words you're just repeating in, different, <laughs> in a different arrangement over and over again. So, <clears throat> the more we stay in society. That you should get away from. 
the easier it is to forget that you are a sovereign human being. Okay. And you, hang on, I'm trying to find the words. And the easier it is to just stay in the mindset that you're a cog in a machine, which is society. And you should get away from society. <laughs> so listen, when you feel like you want to go live in a cave. Okay. And just. Sleep, because of society. Right. That's That a, you want to get away from that's it. That's beautiful. Okay. <laughs> okay. You should. Get away from society. And by that, I mean. Society is a system. And you need to get away from it. (laughs) Your desire to run away. From society, which is a system. I feel like we're really, this is really making sense now. So let me, let me get this straight. Okay. You need to get away from society (laughs) as a human being. If you feel like you're a cog in the machine of society... Which is a system, and you want to get away from society, which is a system, because you're a cog in the machine of society, then you should do that. My face hurts. I'm sorry. Listen. 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 I I had been a single mom for about two years. I was a child in Louisiana. (laughs) I'd been a single mom for about two years, okay. and <clears throat> I uprooted the kids right. from Cedar City, Utah, where right. we had been for eight years, right. by myself. In, in a society. Moved to California, which is a society. In a system. And for two weeks. Uh-huh. You had after, to get away. After... <laughs> After I arrived in California. In a society. <laughs> I slept until 2 p.m. every right. day. Because you were a cog in, the, in a system. <laughs> in a society. I slept until 2 p.m. for two solid weeks. You had to get away from society. <laughs> but I'm the beautiful truth of this <laughs> is that it was okay. To get away. <laughs> From society. And, and my ex-husband, Gary. Is, who's part of the system. <laughs> was being really mean to me about it. Because he didn't understand that you had to get away <laughs> from society. This was how I needed to get away. From society, from system. which is a system. <laughs> you have to get away. And it was only until about a year ago. After you'd gotten away <laughs> from the system. So this was 2012. It was only about a year ago that I realized it was perfectly fine that I slept till 2 You had to get away to be- <laughs> from the system that was society. Gentle listeners, if you know what I'm talking about, could you let me know? <laughs> so my number three. Yes. This is a beautiful truth <laughs> that you did not know. Having a strong opinion about something stupid isn't a personality trait. In fact, it's like the opposite of a personality trait. 
Like when someone says, don't tell me you like pep, like pizza, like pineapple on pizza. And you're like, yeah, pineapple on pizza. Gross. Yeah. It's not a personality, you guys. What it's is, not. What's a personality? What is a personality? Well, that's not why we're here. Oh. <laughs> if someone's like, I love bacon. And you're like, yeah, bacon on everything. <laughs> fucking, it's boring. <laughs> it's boring. <laughs> Like if you have a, if you take a very, like when people post those things that are like, all right, everyone, one's got to go. And it's like ho-hos, ding-dongs, zebra cakes, and and Twinkies. And you're like, fuck zebra cakes. Fuck them in the ass. They have to go. It's not a personality. Don't get a tattoo No, it's no. It's boring. Yeah. No one cares. Right. No one cares. No one cares. And if you get a tattoo of a zebra cake with like a. Oh my a God. slash over it. Now I want to get a zebra cake tattoo. <laughs> no, but like, if you want to have pineapple on your pizza, great. If you don't want to have pineapple on your pizza, great. We don't care. If you want to, if you like zebra cakes instead of ho-hos, great. It's so boring. <laughs> I just think we live, we live in a society that we need to get away from. No, but we live in a world where, like, having strong opinions is valued because you can go on Twitter and you can be like, uh, hot take, everyone. Don't put, I don't want to eat hot tropical fruit on my pizza. Keep your pineapple away. And then, and then some people will be like, oh my God, fuck you, pineapple. Do you ever think about the people who pick the pineapple? And then other people are going to be like, oh my God, fuck you. Like, pork and, and sweet fruits are a classic combination. And, right. It's all really boring. It's all fine. It's boring. all really boring. Yeah, yeah. It's not a personality trait. It's not. What's your number four? My number four is... Um, <clears throat> um, this is really beautiful. I want you to know that first and foremost. Okay. Okay? <laughs> okay, good. It's okay. a beautiful truth. Listen. We're all operating from our trauma. Okay. Okay? Okay. So... Let's get in real close. Let's get in real close. You are cracking me up. No, we're getting real close. <laughs> our bosses at work. Okay. Our kids. Yep. Our parents. Yeah. Ourselves. Trauma. Our neighbors. Right. When we go to the dog park, every Trauma. single dog owner. And every single dog. And when you go to the mall, which I never do, but you do. I do. <clears throat> Everybody Trauma. there in the mall. Everyone working at Kiehl's. <laughs> They've got trauma. <laughs> the ladies at Charlotte Loose. <laughs> Trauma. <laughs> Get in real close. I'm gonna die. Listen. Trauma. <laughs> if we can all just understand that we're all operating from our wounded child. In a society. <laughs> we'll all have such a much more beautiful experience with each other. So when someone's mean to you, instead of being right. like, fuck you, be like, hey, come here. Hey, baby. Come here. <laughs> what happened to your child, baby? <laughs> almost, yes, is what I mean. That's what I mean, almost. Say, so, hey, hey. Hey, baby. Hey, yeah. I know you're angry. <laughs> listen, right. listen. But we're in a society. <laughs> listen, listen, baby. I know. Hey, yeah, I know. This is, and you know. Right. We're all in pain. This is the segment they're going to play for the audio. 
like the Gracies. What's that? What's an audio award? Uh, uh, the Audis. The, the. They're gonna be like for the episode about beautiful truths, <laughs> hot drinks, and then it'll be us going. Let's get in real close. It? Trauma. Hey, baby. And they'll edit you out know. everything <laughs> that I'm saying, and then we'll be like, "Hey, look." And then we'll be sitting in the audience, <clears throat> dressed like God and Elohim, clapping. <laughs> Clapping with our wigs on. Clapping with Listen, our wigs on. I'll be like, you know, to that neighbor who said, hey, can you tell your kid's girlfriend not to park in front of my house? Hey, baby. I'll What's be wrong, like, baby? hey. Hey, baby. What happened when you were a kid? Was it with your bike? <sighs> wow, this is, a, this is good. Did this your, is, this did, is good TV. Did you park your bike in yeah. the wrong place? And your Mima got mad. And your Mima said, you little, you little piece of. So my number four. <laughs> And then we're going to take a break. Yes? This will come as a surprise. Oh! <laughs> it's okay. You you guys, it's okay to stay home if you want to. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, I really Wait mean a this minute. as a genuine truth. <clears throat> because I used to slash still do feel a lot of shame and guilt <laughs> when I decide to stay home. But sometimes you just want to stay home, and that's okay. Is it? I call it sealing the house. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> and I appreciate, one thing I appreciate about our friendship <clears throat> is that you know that I seal the house. Right. And what sealing the house means, like, if I come home on a Thursday and I don't work on Friday, yeah. I come home on a Thursday night, I come in the house, I bring in, like, my groceries, <clears throat> I got, I have a package from MeUndies that I got out of the mail, like, whatever, I bring right. it all in. Bring it in. I lock the garage door behind me. <laughs> The house is sealed. The house. We are not breaking that seal for 36 hours <laughs> until I no, go back to work on Saturday. There is no fresh air coming in nope. or out. If the, if the building catches on fire, we're going to die in that fire. Right. Because we have sealed the house. And that's fine. That and that so happens. now you text me and you say, <sighs> what are you up to today? Are you out running errands or have you sealed the house? <laughs> I did that today. You did that today. <laughs> and I said, I ran a few errands. <clears throat> I am back home, but I have not yet enacted a seal. <laughs> And so you said, would you like to come have lunch with me? And I said, yes. But anyway, my point is, when you want to and decide to seal the house, you should. You should. You should turn that lock on the door. And close the windows. You should close the blinds. Shut the blinds. Turn the air conditioning down low. Yeah. Put on Making the Cut with Tim Gunn on Amazon Prime. (laughs) Pour yourself a nice cold beverage. Get some salsa. And a, and a tortilla. <laughs> and just go and listen. don't break the seal. Listen. Don't break the seal. Not only is that true, it's beautiful. Thank you. Uh, let's take a break just because I think we need to collect ourselves. <laughs> it's been a so short too. segment, but we need yeah. to collect ourselves. And let's come back for episode five. I mean, for number five. <laughs> Season five. We're back and we've had some time to think about our choices. And we're that was here, maybe 45 seconds. We're here to apologize. <laughs> no, we're not. Um, okay. Anyway, again, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, I wish this was caught, I wish this that I'm listening to was affecting my bank account. <laughs> Patreon.com slash hot drinks. Okay, your, your number five is percolating. 
Uh-huh. As we say in the coffee industry. So it I'm going to go. so close. I'm going to go with my number five. I'm so, so close. I'm so close. Oh, gross. Don't <laughs> talk. Don't say that in front of me. <laughs> here's, here's something that's funny about us. And then I'll get to my number five. You and I are both very, like, sex positive. Yeah. And we are like, and any of our friends, we're like, get it. Show those titties. Yeah. Show that dick. Right. We don't care. Yeah. Send me, <clears throat> nope, send Send me a close-up of your vulva. I don't care. Yeah. Any of our friends. Yeah. I would rather die than see a picture of your vulva. <laughs> and you would rather die than see, see a picture of my dick. Ever, 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 Like, ever. we are repulsed <sighs> so by the you, idea of each other as a sexual so human being. So you do send a picture of it in our group chat. Not that I've ever done that. You send it with the sparklies over it. One time I sent a picture that I pretended was a picture of my dick, but it was actually a picture of your face. <laughs> But I sent it in the incognito mode, so it was, yeah. like, blurred. Yeah. And you were freaking the fuck out. You were like, I'm not clicking on that. I don't want to see a picture of your dick. And it was a picture of your face. Anyway. But that's what's something fun about us. <clears throat> yeah. Is that if you want to send us a picture of your b-hole, great. We will critique it. We will give notes. Yeah. We will uh, give positive and negative specific feedback. Yes. But if you want to send me a picture of your b-hole... I will throw myself out a window. You mean me, Ashley? You, me if twaint. you twaint want to send me coffee a picture of your beehole, I will climb onto the roof of my townhome and throw myself <laughs> to my death. I anyway, love that about us so much. We shouldn't joke about suicide. So my number five. We didn't. We just joked about hurting ourselves. <laughs> so my number five. This is a beautiful truth that I want you to hear. And I hope that this is being heard by people who are maybe newly <clears throat> post-Mormon or still, oh, shit. what are on the fence Mormons called? Like, on defend mo. You <laughs> on defend. You call it. Like uh, they're like one leg in, one leg out. You, yeah, that's what you call it. Um, like a split mo. You uh, you no a straddle mo. It's a. It's a. Uh, half you, and half and half. Mo. Mo. Anyway. That lives in a society. Here's what I want you to know. <clears throat> Everything that they told you about porn is wrong. <gasps> Because what they told you was that porn exploits women. What they told you was that porn... Kills love. Kills love. What they told you is that porn, the people that do porn are desperate. They're drug addicts. They just desperately need money. They're selling their bodies. They're addicts. Or they're... they're, They hate themselves. They hate themselves. and, And so therefore by watching porn, you are supporting this industry that preys upon women or that is exploitative and whatever. Now, to be fair, there for sure is porn out there that is exploitative and whatever. Yes. But you are a smart, as you said in your number two, you're, we're all smart or something. Is that what you said? Uh, I think we said we're all dumb. Okay. But you are a smart person (laughs) and you, you have media savvy and you can discern what you can figure out. Are you talking about me? No, I just mean the listener. Oh, okay. But what I'm saying is most of the people doing porn are doing it because they want to. Yeah. They're making a fuck ton of money. Yeah. They love what they're doing. Yeah. They enjoy people getting off. Yes. They enjoy the money they're making. Right. And if you think for a second that someone having sex on camera is quote unquote selling their body and degrading themselves, but a, but another person who works 12 hours a day there in the go. heat 
doing construction work is. or, you know, the person <laughs> holding the sign when the road has one lane and yeah. they have to turn it to slow and it's 100 degrees and they're standing <laughs> on the asphalt. If you think that person isn't selling their body for capitalism. Dude. But that the person who is, like, having sex on camera is selling their body for capitalism. Bro. Then that, you know, you, stuff. You need to look at yourself. You need to look at yourself. <laughs> but anyway... The point is, porn is beautiful. Yeah. The people doing porn, I would say, I have no statistics to back this up, but 95% <laughs> of them I love it. I love it. are doing it because they love it, <clears throat> because they make great money, yeah. because they think it's sexy, it's empowering, yeah. whatever. And you should enjoy that. Right. And you should give money to the creators that you value. Yeah. You know, subscribe to their OnlyFans, whatever, Absolutely. pay for their website, whatever, whatever you want to do. Send them a Venmo, a tip, Absolutely. whatever. Absolutely. But you, all that shit you were told is wrong. It's wrong. And also, like, if you don't want to look at porn, that's also fine. It's also fine. Like, if that doesn't work for you or you feel weird about it, but, whatever, but that's fine. But those who do... Get it. They get to do that. Get it. And porn doesn't kill love. No. That is a big fucking lie. Provo kills love. Provo kills love. Provo, you talk <laughs> That is a beautiful truth. <clears throat> but Truly anyway, good. so all all that shit that you were told, it's a lie. Yeah. And and that and that your consumption of porn is between <clears throat> you and yourself and the porn maker. <laughs> and and you can be smart and media savvy about the type of porn you consume, but you consuming porn is not exploiting anyone. It's not degrading anyone, or maybe it is degrading someone, but like in a hot way, but that, that they're consenting to. But they're consenting it's to. It's all great. So <clears throat> just watch the porn. Just watch it. I fucking love porn. Watch it and touch yourself. It's so great. Touch your wet pussy. It's so great. I love it. I love it. I love it too. I love nothing more <laughs> than finding a local person oh. who does the porn, <clears throat> and then I see them in the real world. <gasps> And I'm like, hello, how are you? Would you like a muffin? I don't know. What, okay. I don't, maybe we're at a muffin store and I'm handing out muffins. Oh my God. But in my mind, I think, I've seen you put a dildo up your ass. Mm, so hot. But, it makes, but I'm like, good for you. It's, that, my, that dildo paid for this muffin. Yeah, it did. And here's your muffin. Yeah. Anyway, and maybe did you think of yours? Muffin. I did. Okay, what is it? <clears throat> here's my number five beautiful truth to wrap up the episode. You, Brother Coffee, are so goddamn brilliantly funny. <laughs> oh, you, stop. You are, oh, stop. You are a genius of funny. You are hilarious. This is a beautiful truth. And then, <laughs> I don't know how you do it. I don't know what's going on in that brain. Trauma. <laughs> That's what's going on. And there it is, folks. But that is it. Like, you, like, everyone always loves being around you. And I know you hate that. I hate it so much. <clears throat> because everyone thinks you're so fun and funny. But it's funnier when you say truth instead of truth. Like, for example. Absolutely. So much funnier if I say it's a beautiful truth. Truth. Yeah, funnier. Because. Funnier. Yeah. So yeah. much funnier. Anyway, I don't know why. And then when you, when I start talking about how we're all operating from our trauma and you're like, let's lean in. Let's. <laughs> fucking brilliant fucking brilliant anyway fucking people brilliant. should send me money is yeah. what you're saying yes yes i don't know how you're not making millions because i hate myself because you're that well most people who make millions do oh interesting okay yeah, interesting yeah, yeah. okay it's okay. part of the system okay of our 
<laughs> the system. I can't even remember the joke anymore. I've had okay, okay. Anyway, well, thank you. You are just truly one of the funniest person people I've ever met. And when we first met back in the day in the Provo, back in the BY, you were eighteen. I was nineteen. Right. I was queer as a nickel in a chicken coop. <laughs> we barely knew each other, but right. every fucking time I saw you, I laughed so goddamn hard. I'll never forget the joke you made about White Squall. <laughs> Wait, what did that, I say? That about movie White with Jeff Bridges. <clears throat> I, I mean, really, it's a movie with Scott Wolf, but I whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> White Squall. Yeah, that was it. That was the joke. That was the joke. Okay. You made a great joke about Cher's infomercial about her makeup. I don't remember that at You all. did an impersonation of like, your eyelid is just so perfect. It's just like a palette for me to, to paint on. Wait, wait, Cher had an infomercial about makeup? Oh, yeah. That I made jokes about? Yes. And I don't remember. And I'll never forget it. I'll never forget how you reenacted um, the, uh, not in sync, but the other one. Backstreet, Backstreet Boys. Boys in their video. Um, I know which video. Oh, you people, yeah. can't you see? Yeah. Can't no, that's you you're see? doing in sync, right? Larger now. than life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Backstreet Boys. Right, but the dance you were doing was kind of in sync. Well, they were robots. That was in sync. No, that was Backstreet Boys. Okay, I don't know. And Rachel, write in and tell and us. I rem- <laughs> and I remember talking to you about it. And I was like, I'm so mad that I like it. And you're like, but I get it. They're robots and they're <laughs> doing this. And you did the robot thing. <laughs> here's, here's the thing about me being really funny. Okay. I think I'm so funny. <laughs> and it is so delightful to me. Sometimes I go back and I read things that I have texted. And I just think, God damn it. Or like, I have a job, again, to maintain my anonymity. I won't <clears throat> say more. But I do copywriting for a famous women's brand. Uh-huh. I write their Instagram posts. <clears throat> and sometimes when those posts pop up, I am like, wait, <laughs> I'm clapping. You're I'm like, like way to go. I'm like, that is a fucking funny caption. <laughs> and like seven people like it. But, but I'm like, that is gold. That is comedy gold. <laughs> So I so first of all, thank you. Yeah. It's very sweet of you to say. No, but but and I second mean of it. all, I agree. But <laughs> I think I'm a fucking delight. But like, sometimes you'll get me going on our group chat. And then I'm really good on a group as chat. As we're as we're like riffing together on the group chat, we'll we'll text each other privately and go, Oh my god, that was so funny. Oh. <laughs> I feel like one of our tiers of our, like our, like we should have like a hundred dollar tier of the Patreon. And if you're on that tier, we will send you screenshots, screenshots. of the group chat. So funny. Because it is a delight. It, really it is does. so funny sometimes. Anyway. There was this time we were talking about the end of the world and technology shutting sure, down and sure. then we should all move to LaSalle. Right. And something about how we're going to get in the horse and buggy. Yeah. And that we'll honk the horn when we're there to pick you up. <laughs> but and that was like, wait, the horse and buggy doesn't have a horn. And you were like, I have an app on my phone. It's funny. <laughs> because Quality. you just picture like holding the phone out of the buggy. And be like, and pushing <laughs> the In the horse and buggy. <laughs> as society unravels. <laughs> but you have a horn app on your phone. Why is it? <laughs> brilliant anyway 
you guys. Is this the last episode we should ever record? I, what I want you all do, to do tonight <laughs> is I want you to go home and I want you to really think about why you're listening to this podcast still. <laughs> I want you to really think about your choices. <clears throat> I want you to think about what happened in primary that makes you feel like you still need to listen to this. I want you to think about what your young women's leader said to you at that dance when you were in the white dress with the blue flowers on it. What did your young women's leader say to you that is bringing you back to this podcast? And I want you to think about that. And then I want you to decide if this is really the best choice for you. And if it is, great. Please sign up for our Patreon, patreon.com slash hot drinks. But if it's not, then I want you to say... I'm moving on. Yeah, yeah. I'm letting it go. Don't tell us because that'll hurt our feelings. I don't care what Sister Carlsman said about my white dress <laughs> with, the, with the blue flowers. I'm moving on. I'm walking away. Sister Carlsman was from Slovakia. She was actually a lady in my ward. Her, pro, her pioneers <laughs> and sisters. Yeah. Her but pioneers. I just, I just want you to think about the choices you've made and why you're here. Oh, shit. Well, that's the... I mean, that's it. That's that's the episode that wins us the Potty Awards. Yeah. P-O-D-D-I-E. Is that real? No. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, you can follow us on Instagram at Hot Drinks. Yeah. We don't post there. You can follow us on Twitter <laughs> at Hot Drinks. We haven't we posted also, there in nope. two years. Or you can subscribe to our Patreon. <clears throat> Patreon.com <laughs> slash Hot Drinks. We're done. I gotta go. My body and, and me. me.